Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people you do business with. And I'm real excited today to have Whitney Bunn on with us. She's the Associate Director of Playworks Michigan. And um, you might wonder what goes on with your kids at recess. Uh, how do you know things are being handled properly? And uh, this is just a great company right here in our backyard that a lot, a lot of people I don't think know about. So I'm looking forward to informing you on everything that they do. So first of all, Whitney, Thanks for joining us today. How's uh, the beginning of the school year going for you so far? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It is great. We are off. We are off and running. It is kind of crazy to think that we are already at the beginning of a new school year, and August always flies by for us because we're working with new staff members and working with our school partners and uh, getting geared up for the year ahead. This is definitely, uh, you know, a challenging year, an interesting year, but one that we're really excited about and excited to be getting back at recess on the playground with all of our all of our friends. So let's set the stage for our listeners here a little bit. Tell us uh, kind of a little bit about your background and what ultimately three years ago uh, led you to joining Playworks. Yeah, absolutely. So I come from almost completely opposite of what Playworks is and what Playworks does. So prior to, to joining Playworks, I actually was living in New York City. I was working for uh, a Broadway ticketing and marketing agency, broadway.com. And uh, I was running a lot of our ad sales, ad management, um, client solution, client partnerships. And uh, that was a blast. I was there for three years. It was you know, a dream that I has, had always had as a kid was moving to New York, living in the big city. Um, but I was just really missing home. I'm originally from the west side of the state, from the Grand Rapids area. I went to Michigan State and I was just really missing uh, the Great Lakes. And, and I wanted to do something that was a little bit more community oriented and and giving back to the state in a way that was um, honoring all the things that I felt that Michigan had done for me as a, as a kid and growing up. And so honestly, I just kind of stumbled upon Playworks and this job opportunity. I was looking for something in nonprofit, something in partnership management to kind of accentuate my background, uh, work with the skills that I had. And I kind of came across Playworks and um, it really fit with my personality and all of my passions. So Outside of my professional life, when I was in New York, I was working, or excuse me, I was volunteering for a lot of um, youth organizations, particularly health-related youth organizations. So I spent a lot of time with the Ronald McDonald House, volunteering there with their um, pediatric patients who were living at the house. I've spent many summers volunteering as a camp counselor for um, one of the longest-running pediatric oncology camps in Michigan and in the country. Um, and so I had always been really passionate about youth development, youth health, um, ways to, to really engage with kids and give them an amazing childhood. And I came across Playworks and I thought, oh my God, this is exactly what I want to do and exactly how I want to be involved in an organization that is capitalizing on the skills that I have, but also giving back to the community and giving kids a childhood that I think every kid deserves. And, um, you know, here we are three years later. I started in the partnerships department with Playworks and um, ultimately ended up in the associate director role. So um, I'm just really happy to have found an organization that really uh, believes in its mission and puts the kids first. And um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. So what the heck is this Playworks thing? I'm sure our <laughs> listener, okay, it sounds great. Well, what the heck is it? What do you guys do? Great question. So Playworks, we are a nonprofit organization. We're actually a national nonprofit. Our headquarters are based out of Oakland, California. 
And uh, we're celebrating our 25th silver anniversary this year as, a, as an organization. We launched in Michigan and Detroit in 2010. So we've been here for almost 12 years, um, going into our 12th school year. And what we believe is using play as a, as a power for change and using that language that could speak play, happiness, fun to teach social and emotional skills, but also improve upon their physical and mental health. So we primarily focus on recess, working with elementary schools um, or youth serving organizations to make that recess time a really positive, productive time so that kids can get back into the classroom and be ready to learn. You know, before we started recording too, you were explaining to me how things that can happen out at recess can affect a child the rest of the day and put them into a funk and make the entire rest of the day and possibly even beyond that completely non-productive. So yeah. explain the importance of having a structured play situation at recess where everybody feels involved and it can lead to improved performance in school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we can all reflect back on our own time on the playground as elementary students or maybe even middle schoolers and uh, think about one or two times where something happened on the playground and everybody in the classroom thought about it for the rest of the day. You were thinking about how so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so got into a fight or for me, my class got into a snowball fight, which was a big no-no. And uh, the teacher was mad at us for the rest of the day and we were mad at each other for you know whoever started the fight. Uh, but it caused a lot of tension and really the rest of the day was kaput. You couldn't do a whole lot. Um, and so our goal at Playworks is to make sure that those things don't happen out at the playground, that, that kids are rolling back into the classroom after spending you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes outside after lunch, being engaged, being physically active, getting all that energy out, um, learning some social and emotional skills, and then being ready to learn when they come back. So we like to say that the playground is the biggest classroom in the school. When you think about it, there are the most kids out at the, at the time. It is the largest space. Um, kids are really practicing a lot of those social skills that they need to succeed as they grow up and become members of our community. They're practicing things like conflict resolution and empathy and teamwork and resilience. Just by playing a game of Foursquare, you can practice all of those things and you know, learn what to do, what not to do. Uh, and, and Playworks is really intentional about the way that we organize our playgrounds, the way that we organize our games, the way that rules are taught, you know, the, the, the things that we say, we try not to say you're out. We like to say, good job, nice try. We don't have, uh, you know, we don't have kids just hanging out waiting. We try to really include kids and bring them in and say, you know, you're included. What do you want to play? How can we get you involved? Um, we don't want any kids sitting on the sideline feeling like they can't participate just because they're a girl or they're not good at a sport or they've never tried something before. We want to make sure that every kid has the opportunity to play safely every single day and feels respected, feels included, feels a part of that school community. And, and then, you know, can feel safer being in the school as a whole, whether it's at recess or not at recess. Um, Schools that work with Playworks, we're, we're a very well-researched and evidence-based organization and program. Um, and we found that kids that are at Playworks schools are bullied less. There's, there's less bullying. There's more pro-social behavior. If kids feel safer to be in, in class, they're more likely to attend at a, at a higher rate. So attendance rates are higher at Playworks schools. Conflicts are rolling back into the classroom at far less rates. So principals aren't tied up, you know, solving a, a 
problem or a fight that happened out at recess, they're able to use that time in a more productive way to support their teachers, to support their, their other staff in the building or work with other students in a different way. Um, so we really believe in the power of play and you know, it's, it's, a, it's the language that kids speak. Kids operate in a playful, joyful way. And how can we use that you know, very instinctual thing that all kids have to make it a time for social and emotional growth, a, a time for positive mental health, a time where kids can get their physical activity for the day. Um, and so that's why I think recess is, is so important. It's easy to kind of forget about it as we get older and become adults and we get further and further away from elementary school and that recess time. But, you know, a lot of kids, that's their favorite part of the day, right? Is going out to recess and what's your favorite subject? Recess. So really making it, you know, something that that makes kids want to come to school every day and want to learn um, and be engaged in their academic lessons, build relationships with their peers so that they have a sense of community. Um, so yeah, that, that's why that's why recess is so important. And that's why the way that PlayWorks, you know, approaches recess and that playtime is, is important for every kid. It just seems like such a win-win for everybody. You know, I don't know why any school wouldn't do this. Um, what are typically some of the objections that you get and, and some of the ways you've been able to overcome them to get some of the schools signed up for your services? Yeah, there are a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's just that folks don't know that the program exists, right? So they will just, they didn't know that their recess could be any better than it was now. I have so many conversations with principals that they're like, please help, please fix recess I can't handle more kids coming in and being upset and getting into fights. And they, they just don't know, right, that, that a program like Playworks that has, is focused on making recess better even exists. So that's, you know, the first, first thing is making sure people know that we can, we can help. We can work with them and we can help. Um, another thing is just the, the lack of people, right? If a, if a school is strapped for staff, it is really hard to hire folks um, right in that middle part of the day, you know, you have to have a really specific uh, group of people that have 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. free every day that they can come and support recess. And a lot of schools have a hard time doing that, especially now. Um, there's a shortage of employees everywhere, I think. And especially with these, you know, very specific school-based programs, you got to have the right person that wants to be there, wants to be engaged, is passionate about kids, and has those four hours available. And so a lot of times if there isn't an opportunity for kids to be outside safely with a few adults to, to watch and participate and make sure kids are, are being safe. A lot of times recess can't happen or won't happen. Um, and then finally, some of the other objections are just financially based. Our program is a human-based program. You know, all of our, our special sauce really is in the people that we hire and work with. They are amazing, amazing people. Um, but with that comes the high cost of, you know, having to support and pay folks to, to deliver the program every day. And so it's, it's a, a somewhat of an expensive program for schools, which is partly why we don't charge schools the full cost of the program. We do a lot of fundraising. We actually fundraise the majority of the cost of the program on our own so that schools aren't, you know, don't have to bear that burden. Um, we do try to have schools, you know, put a little bit of skin in the game just because we see that the program really takes on. Uh, takes hold when the schools feel like they've paid for the service, they really want it to work, um, and they're more likely to, to really implement the strategies that we use. But um, a lot of ways that we'll get around some of the financial things is 
we, Playworks, as I mentioned, is a really heavily uh, researched and evidence-based organization. So a lot of our programs can be funded through federal and state title dollars. Um, we qualify under the CARES Act for funding. So if schools are, you know, have some CARES dollars that they want to use to support social and emotional learning or mental health interventions, Playworks falls into that perfectly. Um, and so we're able to really work with schools to, to help them write their write, write grants if they need to apply for a grant, write us, write Playworks into their budget. We have a ton of resources that we like to, you know, collaborate with the schools themselves and, and write with them because we believe every kid deserves this, you know, that the play isn't a privilege, it's a right. And every kid should have the opportunity to play safely every day. Um, and so we'll really, we'll do whatever it takes to, to make sure that we can partner with schools and, and help them transform their recess. Just pains me to see the stories of bullying and the different things that go on in the schools. And that's a big reason why I reached out to get this information out there. That's why we're doing this. this everything you just said there, awesome information. You know, hopefully we're reaching even a few of the right people um, mm -hmm. to make a difference Absolutely. with this. Absolutely. Um, and you're flexible too, right? Like some schools might be like, I don't want their representative on our uh, playground. We can handle that ourselves. Just give us a framework. So that's an option too, right? Where you can yeah. a playbook and they can run with it, or you can have someone physically on site, whatever works best for each school. Yeah, we have two main styles of services. So one is our direct service where we'll have a playwork staff member that's present at your elementary school building, either every day for the entire school year or one week out of every month for the entire school year. You'll have the same coach all year. You'll be working on transforming recess, improving school climate and school culture, you know, building community, making sure that, that we're creating an environment that kids want to be a part of that's playful and fun and, and also engaging academically. So we have the direct service and then we also have a professional development wing of services. So we have a variety of offerings of workshops and trainings and um, depending on what your school is either challenged with or is looking to um, build upon, we have a training for you. We have <laughs> you know, full-blown recess reboots where we come in during the school year and we spend four days with your building with staff and students and really transform and reboot that recess. And we also have, you know, three-hour workshops that focus on indoor recess if you're struggling with that during the winter, you know, when, when a lot of schools in Michigan can't go outside because of temperature or, um, you know, the weather, whatever, uh, we're able to, to really tailor whatever program is best for you and what you really need we can give that to you. You know, before we recorded here, you and I were trying to figure out, well, what layers of your business do we all talk about here in terms of, you know, some of the exact programs you offer? And we don't have enough time to go through it all, but, but there may be a couple of different techniques uh, that Playworks uses uh, that you really like that you want to kind of educate our listeners about. Yeah, I think um, one of the, the biggest techniques that we use at Playworks when it comes to recess is just the way that we format recess. You know, we have, when we, when we start recess, we have all the kids line up at a cone. So every class has their own cone. We call it home base. They're all lined up at the cone. And that's where we kind of prep for the day. Our coach or the recess leader, um, if you have a, you know, a noon aide who's the recess team manager, they're going to start and they're going to have everybody in their lines. And we're going to say, okay, everybody, you know, thanks so much for coming to recess. We're excited to play today. And we'll go through all the games that are offered. So maybe it's four square. Uh, maybe it's, you know, playing kickball on the field. We have jump ropes. We have the playscape. 
Um, we try to we try to stay away from structured play and try to veer more towards organized play and giving kids more options and opportunities. We are never going to demand that a kid who doesn't want to play kickball plays kickball. That's fine. If you would rather play, if you'd rather go jump rope or draw with chalk, hey, that's great. As long as you're engaged in recess, we don't care what you play as long as you're playing. Um, but the recess team, so they're, they're, they're given instructions to everyone saying what the games are for the day. And then they're released in an orderly fashion, right? It's not just open the doors and everybody <laughs> comes out and chaos ensues. We try to keep it a little more organized so that there's a little bit more control at the beginning and kids know what to expect. And they, they know what's expected of them, what the rules are. Um, we'll talk through our agreements for the day. So usually it's three quick things, uh, be safe, be respectful, have fun, right? Everybody will kind of agree to that scouts honor. And then they'll go off and play. So however long the, the recess period is, they have that opportunity to play. We ask that adults go in and, and really play the games with them. So instead of just standing on the sidelines and observing, um, a lot of times people, you know, it's easy to be distracted by your phone or be distracted by a colleague who you just want to chat with. Um, but we find that having that caring, consistent adult who's really engaged in the games is makes the experience all the better for the kids. Every kid, I think, wants to beat an adult at Foursquare. And so when you put yourself out there and are willing to be beaten by a, a Foursquare, <laughs> I mean, it just makes their whole week. Um, so, you know, they'll play for 15, 20 minutes, however long the period is. And then when recess ends, we have all the kids line up again at their same home bases and we do some mindfulness activities. So sometimes that's breathing techniques. Sometimes that's, you know, singing a soft song, um, you know, doing some, some short meditations. Uh, but we'll do something to kind of bring the energy back down and prepare the kids to transition back into that learning environment. So um, they're coming in with some deep breaths, some calming energy so that they're not coming back in, you know, all hyped up on the energy that they just spent at recess, but they're ready to sit down and kind of get their workbooks out or take a moment to read or um, just calm down a little bit from, from recess. Uh, so those are, I mean, those are a few tricks. I would say having a little bit of organization to the, to the recess time, if you're able to, having really clear instructions. If you're an adult, really getting in and playing, even if you're bad at the game, the kids don't care, right? They just want to play with you. Um, it makes their day to see, to see a, an adult being silly and goofy and, and playing with them. So, so those are just some, uh, some of our best practices that we, that we share with schools. I don't, you know, I don't see it as much different than the workplace environment. Sometimes it's good to get the staff out and get your boss out of the office in a different environment and you have fun that way and you see them in a different way. And oh, if you definitely. see your teachers or some of the administrators or whoever gets involved in a different way, I think it makes the, the rest of the day go a little bit easier when you interact. Absolutely. Well, it just makes that community so much stronger. And, and I think we all can, we all can relate to, you know, you're much more likely to if you feel like you have a relationship with someone and, and you really trust that person, you're much more likely to perform at a higher level for them, right? Or to want to go out of your way to, to do something for them or participate. Um, it's kind of the same with kids, right? If they feel like the adults trust them and there's, you know, a relationship between them that they've built through play, they're much more likely to, to engage academically and want to participate in the classroom activities with the teacher because they feel like there's a connection there and there's a sense of community. So you know, it, it seems really simple, like playing a quick four square game or having the jump ropes out, but it really does impact the rest of the school day and, and have a lasting impact with the students beyond their time at the elementary school. Um, so, yeah, I, I, that's a great point that you brought up. So, and then I, I can imagine in the three years that you've been with Playworks, you've seen a lot of great success stories. So I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Um, 
is there something that sticks out with you that you look back fondly on like, wow, that was a great experience. You know, we really helped them out. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot, there are a lot of really great partnerships where we've seen, you know, individual kids have an amazing growth throughout the year or schools as a whole who started the year, you know, really discouraged and chaotic and didn't know how to fix the problem. We've seen them make great strides throughout the year to become a playful, positive environment. Um, but one of my favorite stories, and this is, I mean, it's a short kind of a silly story, but we had partnered with this school for a while um, and they were great, great partners, you know, really bought into the program. We're really engaged and, um, but they still were having problems with kids coming in and getting into, getting into conflict. And, and so we spent an entire year really focusing on conflict resolution. So out at the playground, we were focusing on games that practice that with the kids. Um, also part of our program, we meet with every class individually throughout the week. So we're able to spend a little more one-on-one -on -one time in a small group and focus on those lessons and give kids the tools to solve their own conflicts with one another or, um, you know, be more empathetic towards one another. And so we spent an entire year really focused on, you know, empathy and conflict resolution and building teamwork and community. Um, and the following year we had a, our principal meeting and um, she was she was talking about how normally at the beginning of every school year, she has to order two or three first aid kits because she knows she's gonna use them because of recess. And um, she, she said, I didn't have to order any this year because I hadn't used mine from last year. <laughs> um, and so it's really simple, right? Like that's a really small, small success story. But if, if kids are not getting hurt on the playground, I mean, what a great transformation. Um, she doesn't have to buy more equipment. She's able to trust that the kids are going to be able to be outside, be safe, have fun with one another. And she's not going to have to, you know, be putting a bandaid on someone or calling an ambulance, God forbid. Um, so, I mean, it's just little things like that. And of course we've seen huge strides as well, but it's sometimes those small moments that really are like, oh yeah, this is, this is a great program for the big reasons and the little reasons. Hey, if, if less first aid purchases is what it takes for success story, that, that beats the heck out of the alternative, right? Yes. Yes. So like <laughs> well, I said, a small story, but it's the little victories sometimes that, that add up. Well, I'm hoping through this, we can uh, bring a lot more victories to Playworks down the road here. And there's so many different ways people can get involved, right? So this is between schools signing up for your services, people making donations uh, to the company, or I'm sure you're always looking for people to join your team to help out. So there's mm -hmm. kind of three layers of ways that people can get involved. So what is the easiest way for them to do that, to reach out to you and uh, make this thing continue to grow? So the easiest way is probably just visiting our website, playworks.org slash MI. That'll take you right to the Michigan homepage where you can make a donation. You can learn more about our services. If you are a school leader or an administrator, you can learn about the different programs that we have and get in contact with myself or, you know, some of our other teammates to talk through what's going on at your building and how we can best support. Um, and we're also hiring right now. So if you are someone who's interested in being that caring, consistent adult, that coach on the playground, um, we're hiring. So if it's something, if you are interested in getting into education and maybe you're not sure how to, how to do that, um, this is the great entry. And especially if you, you know, love kids, love to play. Um, I myself was not a star athlete and I still can hold my own on the playground. So, you know, if you're not the most athletic, please don't let that um, discourage you from applying. We accept everyone from from all different backgrounds, all different skill levels, all different experiences. Um, it's all about 
those kids and making the making the connections and being that consistent adult on the playground. So a lot of ways to get involved. Um, and, and, and we also have some events sometimes that we'll need volunteers for. So lots of ways to get involved with PlayWorks. And I think it's important to note, it's not just the lower peninsula of Michigan you work with. You have representatives up in the UP right now too. So anybody anywhere in the state of Michigan that's listening to this, PlayWorks can offer services for you. Yes, and even parts of Ohio. The Michigan office covers all of Michigan and, uh, and Ohio. So wherever you are, and, and even, I mean, we cover the entire country. So even if you're listening to this from somewhere else outside of Michigan and Ohio, please reach out. We can get you in contact with the right person who's in your region. We have about 22 different offices across the country. Um, and we're always willing to travel to, to come to you and, and help you out with your school, your recess, your kiddos. And I assume it doesn't matter if the school year has started, you can come in at any point during the year. Oh, yeah. Um, Anytime. So Anytime. anybody, anybody that's out there listening that's already had to go out and buy a bunch of Band-Aids or whatever, you might want to reach out to PlayWorks and they can lower those costs for you there. Yeah. And we, we have a ton of free resources on our website, too. So if you're looking for um, a game library, some game guides, some SEL games that, that can support those social and emotional skill development throughout the year, we have all of those available for free on our website. Um, you know, please take a look and, and take what works for you and implement it however it works best for you. Whitney, this was fantastic. Just uh, great information. I hope uh, we educate a ton of people about what you guys do and, and help you continue to grow. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thank you, Ryan, for having me.